Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. And welcome back to WSHID's special report on UFOs and crab apple. True or not, we're here to investigate further. It's been reported that two weeks ago, Bob from Bob's Bait and Body Shop experienced a UFO fly right down in front of his store while he was there late one night. An alien got out, supposedly invited him into the aircraft, and then Bob and the alien had an incident of unfortunate sexual nature. Bob was then left unharmed, but embarrassed in front of his wife and children by this encounter. We have hired Crab Apple's most experienced physicist and general scientist with two separate degrees from Crab Apple Community College to comment on this particular incident. Jason Dranger, what say you? What's going on with the aliens in Crabapple? They're an extraterrestrial civilization from our future. They tunneled through to our timeline to reproduce with us. They're actually extracting um, semen and eggs from male and females and mixing our genetic material with their genetic material to produce a hybrid race to help them to help prolong their civilization. Well, from what they teach, we're going to be a seventh hybrid race and we're all going to have interbred with all the hybrid civilizations and the extraterrestrials and we're going to be a new species formed. So, yes, yeah, so presumably to achieve that, we're going to be having consensual sex with these extraterrestrials. Very interesting information, Jason. Thank you for coming on board and talking with us about that. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, Karen Dranger, Bob's wife, claims that Bob has been having an ongoing affair with the babysitter, and this is just an excuse to explain where Bob was on Tuesday night. Seems like a long way to go just to cover up an affair, but stranger things have happened. 
Bob from Bob's Bait and Body Shop would also like to remind you, get your fresh worms and your scented bath body bombs from Bob's Bait and Body Shop, 20% off this week. Clearance sale, everything's got to go. We're going to do more investigating after we return from this commercial break. On this episode of the commercial break. A teener. <laughs> we had a double teener. We had a Q. We had a Q. Uh-huh. We put a Q in there. Yeah. Right? Uh, we put a Q. We, we like shredded it up as well as we could with a blender, I think. And then we threw it in there. Uh-huh. And then we made a, like, you know, a Betty Crocker fucking chocolate yeah. brownie mix. And then when asked how much we should dose, I was like, well, again, I can't imagine it's going to be that strong, right? I mean, I could probably smoke this whole quarter in two days by myself because I was smoking a lot of weed at the time. So, so let's I'm, eat them all. Let's eat. Th- <laughs> there was like maybe nine brownies, you know, three and three. And I said, why don't you eat three and oh, I'll eat three. okay. I just want to say to Hudson B. Cave Middle School or whatever, <laughs> Behave Middle School or whatever that is, can you please send me a copy of that book? Yeah. I'd like to read it. Yeah. That's some good writing right there. Hand on the titty, (laughs) dick in the cornhole, uh, fingers on the calico. What is that? (laughs) Fingers on the calico. (laughs) It's great writing, actually. (laughs) Dick in the calico, fingers on the... uh, Dick in the cornhole, fingers on the calico. Mm. Who says blondes have more fun? But for Bob, there is one special blonde, Jessica. A German-engineered doll that Bob paid $11,000 for. Jesus. Jessica. Jessica. I don't like Jessica, really. (laughs) I think something might be going on between Bob and her. (laughs) Lately, I've noticed she's taken away time from me and Bob together. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh, it's another episode of The Commercial Break. Starts now. Now. I'm Brian Green. This is Chrissy Hoadley. And happy, happy holidays. holidays. Best to you. Best to you, Brian. Best to you I had to there. think about that for a second. <laughs> I know. I saw it. <laughs> Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for joining us on another episode of The Commercial Break. We were just talking about edibles. Yeah, I don't want to like... Is the reason why, part of the reason why I don't smoke pot anymore, first of all, is I have children and I can't spend half the day stoned walking sure. around. You know, it's just like, that it's, makes it's sense. Impossible. But I actually stopped smoking pot a long time ago. And here's the reason why it was getting increasingly frequent that I would get, just get paranoid and want to go to sleep, uh-huh. you know, and not like paranoid that the cops are going to come get me or some shit like that, but paranoid about all the responsibilities I should be doing <laughs> rather than sitting here stoned watching yet another episode of some TLC show, right? <laughs> and so it was like, I used to smoke a little bit of pot before I would go to bed. I'd take like one or two hits yeah. and then i just fall right asleep, right? Mm-hmm. I loved it. I was, it was me and me and marijuana, we had a, like an agreement. I won't go crazy. <laughs> And you don't go crazy. <laughs> right. I won't go crazy and you don't make me crazy. Yes. And then the two of us will go hand in yes. hand. But that was following a long abstinence of, of marijuana by like 10 years. I hadn't smoked it in 10 years. And then I started smoking it right before I went to sleep. But then I stopped because I was smoking. And then all I do is just sit in bed and lay at night and go, ah, <laughs> oh, shit, I should have done that. No, shit, I shouldn't have done that. No, shit, I should do this. But I shouldn't have done that. And it was just driving me fucking crazy. Oh, okay. The one well. time. The one time, not the one time, but I've eaten edibles a number of times, but the one time, the last time I ate edibles, me and this girl, actually a girlfriend of my best friend. Okay. Now listen to this. (laughs) A girlfriend of my best friend. 
invited me to come over to her house. Right. She was now the ex-girlfriend of my best friend. But I went over to the house because she was very attractive. Right. And I liked her very much. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad. But I mean, we're talking like decades ago. Okay. She invites me over to the house. And when I get there, she is rather an experienced marijuana user. And I am a very experienced marijuana user at the time, but only the smoking kind. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I've got like, I don't know, maybe a quarter ounce of some kind of shitty weed that we were smoking back then. And she says, well, I don't want to smoke it. I'm not into smoking anything. I don't want to put anything in my lungs. No smoke. Okay. And I said, okay, let's, she's like, but I'll, but I'm up for it. What do we, can we cook them? Like, isn't that the way you could do it too? You can put them in brownies and stuff. And I said, I I think so, but I I don't have a recipe available to me, but it can't be that hard. Let's just throw it in a brownie mix and then we're good. Just the raw weed. Just the raw weed. Just threw it in there. Right in the brownie mix. Just eating it. Right. Which is, first of all, the big no-no. You're supposed to make butter with it or some yes, shit, right? Yes. And second of all, like, you're supposed to like soak the oils up and it's uh-huh. supposed to cook out and all this oh, other yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, they've got all these machines and if stuff. If you put it. raw weed in a brownie, you're basically asking for trouble because you have no idea how much TAC <laughs> is coming out in those brownies. And you're basically just ingesting marijuana yes. and asking your stomach to do the rest of the work. There's no <laughs> dosing or any shit like that. That's exactly what we did. When asked how much <laughs> she should put in, I'm like, well, it's I, I can't imagine your stomach is going to like absorb that much thc we're just putting raw weed in a brownie so let's just put the whole thing in there and oh, okay. that's you know and then we'll have a good brownie and then we'll eat two the or three whole bag of, of weed we you put the like whole old, bag like of quarter? weed shredded it up a quarter a teener <laughs> <laughs> we had a double teener we had a cue we had a cue uh-huh. we put a cue in there yeah right uh we put a cue we we like shredded it up as well as we could <laughs> with a blender i think and then we threw it in there uh-huh. And then we made a like, you know, a Betty Crocker fucking chocolate yeah. brownie mix. And then when asked how much we should dose, I was like, well, again, I can't imagine it's going to be that strong. Right. I mean, I could probably smoke this whole quarter in two days by myself because I was smoking a lot of weed at the time. So, so let's I'm, eat them all. Let's eat. Th- <laughs> there was like maybe nine brownies, you know, three and three. And I said, why don't you eat three? And oh, I'll eat three. OK. The NCAA championship was on. I remember I knew nothing about it at the time. I had no idea what the, was on the television, but I remember she wanted to watch it. And so we were watching the NCAA basketball championship, the March Madness. And within a half of an hour, both of us were on the floor, unable to speak in full sentences oh. or move any of our limbs. Fun. We were literally glued to the floor and she was asking in some kind of weird hieroglyphic language if she <laughs> should call the cops, the, the ambulance. And I kept saying, no, no, I think it'll wear off. Right. Yes. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. That's like a movie. Yeah. She was talking to me and it was coming at me like, you know, you know, the song Pink Floyd, like, the you know, you'll yeah. all be coming through in waves. That's how she was coming through. She's like, why you all the ambulance? And I was like, no, Wally. Remember that movie, Wally? Oh, I love that Wally. movie. Wally. Yes. <laughs> it sounded like that. I was like, Wally. <laughs> we were so fucked up for yeah. so many hours, it seemed like. And what it ended up being was more like 45 minutes. But I mean, yeah. we were really felt twisted. Forever. Yeah, it felt forever. And the next day came, the sun rose, and we were still kind of not with it altogether. Mm-hmm. So we ate them at nine. The sun rose, and we were still twisted up. It was worse than any LSD trip I had ever been on. I was absolutely out of my funkin' gourd. I mean, I was just so twisted up. And so I decided right then and right there, eating marijuana is not for me. So it's there's not been a lot of thing. advances since... Since, the, since 1972, since the, the last yes. time that I ate marijuana. 
Okay. Considering it's legal. I get it. I get it. I get it. States, and so. now you can like exact dose it to, you know, a certain degree. And Yeah, well, there's actually companies out there instead of you in a kitchen with Betty Crocker. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually companies that know how to make Yeah, this. kids today are so spoiled. Mm-hmm. You had to test and measure back then. But now yeah. you just get, you know, it's like it's all measured out for <laughs> yes. you. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. They can tell you what kind of things are going to happen to you when you eat it. Like you're going to be mellow and yes, cool. Or are you totally. going to be like, is it like, you know, running around with a chicken? Like no, your I, I've been to the weed stores in Colorado yeah, and California. Yeah. And they do. They ask you, what would you like? It's like a bar. I know. You, you I've never been, up. but I, I've watched enough videos to know that it's all measured out and put in pretty little packages now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Videos. I've watched videos because I'm still <laughs> terrified of the nightmare that was me stuck to a floor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, I can understand uh, how that would be, yeah. uh, you know, traumatizing. I, I didn't. Well, I, it, I think I, you might want to retry it 25 years later. I'm not opposed <laughs> to it. I'm just, I'm going to be a little bit careful about how you I should. go about it because I don't want my body to go back into some kind of PTSD shock <laughs> where should. I just line up, you know, and then my yes. son's going to be walking all over me like, name. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, be, careful. be careful. Yeah, I want to be careful. I am going to take precautions, as should you. <laughs> Go to tcbpodcast.com to read more about Chrissy and I. Find all the show notes, listen to all the audio, watch all the video, and you can find links to our social medias. That's youtube.com slash the commercial break and at the commercial break on Instagram for content you cannot find anywhere else. Chrissy and I are going to be doing a series of videos and append them to the uh, to the videos that we do here with some ASMR stuff coming up. we got a yes. hunt for Bigfoot coming up. So join <laughs> an, an 80s fitness, an 80s fitness program. Video. Yeah, we're going to yeah. be doing a few things just to make sure we take that. We're going to take a day and just kind of do some YouTube stuff. We're going to we're going to see if we can grow that YouTube channel <laughs> like we have grown our podcast, which unbelievably is rounding the corner to a million Listeners, and I am so uh, very thankful for every yes. single one of you that is out there downloading each week, communicating with us, giving us a show ideas, telling us best to you. That makes Chrissy and I so tickled. <laughs> I do love it. And a big thanks to CastBox, a good partner of ours for most of our podcast uh, adventure. And we've reached 100,000 subscribers just on that platform alone. So thank you very much. Uh, we just could not be uh, more grateful for all the love and support that CastBox give us. Valentina and Catherine over there, wonderful people. CastBox is the third largest podcast provider. If you'd like to download it on your phone, you can download it. It's a great podcast publisher, a great podcast listener. Rate and review us, please, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. It doesn't have to be CastBox, but Apple or, or Spotify or any of them, Google. And if you'd like a collectible TCB Sticker. Look at that. It's almost worth Aww. as much as my Dick Tracy. Uh, there's our it first is. sticker right there. Here, I'll, I love I'll throw one up to the camera there. There's our first collectible sticker. It's in the shape of a guitar pick with a guitar because, of course, we're going to be at Memfo 2021, October 1st through the 3rd, uh, which when you're hearing this now is probably just a couple days away. So yeah. go ahead. If you want to get your tickets, go to memfofest.com and they may or may not be available. I know it was close to sold out. Uh, but we'll be there. Make sure you let us know. We're going to be actually on the festival grounds in set up in a tent where mm-hmm. we're going to be ro- uh, the lounge. Yeah, recording and broadcasting some shows from Fireside. So download Fireside if you want to hear us live from Info. And who knows? We're going to have. I'm sure we'll talk to lots of you out there actually on air. And yeah. we may have a few special we guests have a few here. Special for guests. That. Word on the street is we yeah. may have a few special guests. Can't can't tell you more about that now because I don't know. But when I figure it out, uh, they'll be there. By yeah. the time you figured it out, they'll already be there. So anyway, all that stuff is happening. And the brand new tcbpodcast.com is where you can go to to file for your sticker, to essentially claim your sticker right there from the website. You don't have to go anywhere else. You can just go give your name <laughs> and information. file for? 
File for your sticker, <laughs> just like unemployment. You got to file for your sticker. File for we need uh, <laughs> yes. your taxes and triple <laughs> triple bracket. And just know this: we never sell your information or give them to our sponsors or anyone else. We will never, ever, ever do that. That will never happen. You can mark wow. my words. That's I bonk. hate that shit. Yeah. That is bunk. We will never use your information. We're just storing it so that we can send you the sticker and for future reference, if you want more stickers or you can claim more stickers. Uh, we'll already have it up there. So don't worry about that. That's not going to a sponsor. It's not, we're not selling that information or giving it to anybody. Um, okay. With all of that. Oh, and 661 best to yo. That's 661 B E S T the number two Y O. If you'd like to communicate with us directly, you can do that on that text message platform, or you can leave us a voicemail there. If you leave us a voicemail, make sure to include the phrase best to yo and your address. And we will send you a sticker. We have also have some t-shirts uh, coming up for Menfo, and we'll be giving some of those away at the festival and on air. Um, so yeah, communicate with us. We love it yeah. when you do, and lots of we imagine lots of merch coming out of this house right here at <laughs> uh, the North Atlanta. That's right, and we uh, and we love you for it. Thank you very much for all of the people who have supported us yes. all along the way. We're reaching new heights and uh, new lows at the same time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> well, it's, it's true. We set a phone call with a sponsor, and that's. Sp- <laughs> The sponsor wrote specifically on the notes, please stay away from foul language. <laughs> oh, it did? <laughs> yeah, it did. I think they, the good news is they've listened to the show. The bad news is I think they're talking to me directly. <laughs> this episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer and i just love this product it's actually kind of serendipitous that i am suffering from allergies today just took my claritin d and i quite frankly look forward to the relief and so i don't sound like a duck fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away find claritin d at your pharmacy counter ask for claritin d at your local pharmacy counter you don't even need a prescription go to claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live claritin clear please use as directed and we want to thank claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of brian's allergy symptoms. Thanks, Claritin. So, uh, I've been searching in the annals of the internet. As I, oh, I want to talk about one more thing before we actually get to the meat and potatoes of the show. We're okay. going to talk more about sex dolls, which was a popular topic that we talked about months ago, but we're going to get back to it because I found another interesting video. But I wanted to say something really quickly about something that's going on right now, and I find it extraordinarily disturbing and way fucked up, is the absolute chaos, madness, that is going on around COVID-19 and schools. Mm. It is, to me, just unfucking believable how much people are showing their asses around this particular topic. Oh, right. PT. Aren't we going to do a, uh, 
a thing about that. Yeah, we're going to do a thing, but I have one thing I want to oh. listen to. We're going to do a whole episode about people showing their asses <laughs> around COVID-19 at these PTA meetings and these city council meetings, I mean, because there's just so much material out there. And it's also yeah. fucking funny that it's hard to understand your child. My child, my first job for my child is to protect my child. Now, I understand if you're an anti-vaxxer, you're vaccination reluctant, Mm -hmm. you think that what you're doing is trying to protect your child. But by showing your ass at a PTA meeting or at a city council meeting, it's not helpful. What you're doing is you're making your child embarrassed and forever denting their mental makeup because you're a fucking moron who can't keep their shit together for 15 fucking seconds and allow scientists and whoever it else is make this make judgment calls about what is best for the collective, not for your kid, but for the collective, mm-hmm. because that is what we do as Americans and as good humans. We do what's best for the collective. It's not about you necessarily. It's about the people around you and however and how are those people doing? That's what we're all about. E pluribus unum. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what mm-hmm. we should be all about. But instead, you're making an ass of yourself, threatening people, committing acts of violence in some. Yeah, it's weird about the violence part. It's so fucked up. What is going <sighs> on? Settle down. Is there collective mental illness going on, which I think is what is what is really happening? Might be. I don't want to get into the politics of it because this is not about politics. It's really about science. And that's what it should be about. Fucking science. We should do what's best. Does if you had a child, would you get them vaccinated? Yes. Would you do your research beforehand and ask your doctor? Yes. Would you have some sleepless nights over whether or not vaccinations are going to cause sure. your child damage? Me sure. too. I did. We did. And we asked our doctors, multiple doctors, what do you think? And to the last, and friends that were in the medical research community, to the last. Your friends you know on what Facebook? They, yeah, my, friend, <laughs> my friends on Twitter. Your medical community <laughs> yeah, on Facebook. Dr. Henry Fonda. Here I am. <laughs> Uh, my, my friends on Facebook, I wouldn't ask a fucking question to, I'm, I don't even know. I wouldn't even say hello to them. Some of these people anymore. Anyway. So I asked them and you know what they said? Absolutely. Vaccinations save lives. Yes. Absolutely. I understand why you're concerned. And the reason why you're concerned is misinformation. Mm -hmm. That's why you're concerned because people out there are saying things that have not been factually Mm -hmm. vetted out. They have, they're not true. So you're the great thing about the internet is that you can all find kinds facts. of information is at your fingertips. The bad thing about the internet is, is you can that find all kinds of misinformation. misinformation is at yeah. your fingertips too. And it's masquerading. The, the part that I hate is that it masquerades as news. You know, there's yes. all these fake news um, sites yes. that have been set up. Yes. Know, like the Denver Post, or maybe it's not the Denver Post, but the Denver yeah, the Journal. Den- the Denver Journal. And it the Denver looks exactly Daily. like a real news newspaper yes. site would look. Yes. But it's not. It's not real. I, I have it's friends on real. Facebook that are spewing such craziness that I can't even believe. Check your source is what I would say. Yeah, and check your source. And you should do your research. If you're concerned, yeah. you should do your research. But if you do your Just research, you'll probably the, check the source. figure out that you're, there's there's not as much ca- cause for alarm yeah. as you think there might. It's not a, it's not, a, anyway, I wanted to show you one example, which I actually think is really funny. One example of one lady who came up to talk about COVID-19 and okay. completely went off the rails. You okay. want to hear this? Yes. She, I mean, I don't even know where she's going with this, but it's pretty <laughs> fucking funny. I found this actually on TMZ. So I just want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, let me, let me send you this. TMZ uh, is a good source. <laughs> TMZ is a solid source of information. 
That's true. <laughs> but I mean, this is a video Yay. that's clearly taken right. yeah, from a from a PTA meeting. Listen to this. This is Bob Gibbons. Oh, oh, wait, no, that's the wrong one. Sorry. Marge Stone. Here comes Marge Stone. All right. Well, I'm just thankful that y'all don't have the ability to um, make a mask mandate. And tonight I was going to talk about the need for a second high school, but I was sidetracked by for the boys. Pussy or the idea of pussy or the idea of idea of pussy. A Mexican is a Mexican is a Mexican. <laughs> what? <laughs> People are mentally ill. They're, this is like craziness. The funny thing is, this isn't the craziest thing I've ever heard on one of these PTA yeah. meetings. But she's she came up to talk about mask mandates. Then she was going to talk about a new high school. But now she's sidetracked by pussy and pussy and Mexicans and Mexicans. Huh. Take her out back, we boys figured. Then hand on the titties. Put it in her coin box. Put it in her cornhole. Grab a hold of that braid. Rub that calico. I love that. Whatever that is, that's great. That's great poetry right there. (laughs) Is that from a rap song? (laughs) No, it's from a book. It's from a famous book. You can find that on page 39 of the book called Out of Darkness, which you can find at Hudson Bend Middle School and Bee Cave Middle School. I just want to say to Hudson Bee Cave Middle School or whatever, (laughs) Behave Middle School or whatever that is, can you please send me a copy of that book? I'd like to read it. Yeah. (laughs) That's some good writing right there. Hand on the titty, (laughs) dick in the cornhole. Uh, fingers on the calico. What yeah, is it? <laughs> fingers on the calico. <laughs> it's great writing, actually. <laughs> dick in the calico, fingers on the... Uh, dick in the cornhole, fingers on the calico. Mm. All right. Not going to lie, I had to Google cornhole because I have the game in the back of my yard. But according... Why does it not surprise me that this lady has to Google what cornhole means? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this <Yeah>. lady... <laughs> Google is this lady's best friend. Into uh, Wikipedia, cornhole is a sexualist slang vulgarism for anus. The term came into the use in the 1910s of the ni- United States as verb form to cornhole. 1910s? 1910. 1910s. 1910s. What's a cornhole? It's an asshole is what it is. Don't you know that, lady? You got to separate that ass and get right in there. That's what I'm talking about. 1910. 1910, that's my time. That's when I was born. I know. Yeah. You know what cornhole means? You know what you do? You take some good old horse grease and you (laughs) slap it around someone's cornhole and you stick it right in. (laughs) Dick in the cornhole, fingers on the calico. I bet you I know what calico means. It means pussy cat. Pussy willow. (laughs) Pussy willow. (laughs) The calico. (laughs) That's such great writing, honestly. <laughs> it's got a beat to it. Hands on the titty, fingers on the calico. Hands on the titty, fingers on your calico. Which came into usage in the 1930s means to have anal sex. Anal sex. Whoa. By the way, the beeping you hear coming up is someone on the student <laughs> council telling her her time is up. I do not want my children to learn Thank about you. anal sex <laughs> in middle school. Thank You're you. done. You're done. Uh, Thank you. Your You're time done. is up. Beep, beep. <laughs> Oh my god. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Brown. Your time is up. Thank you, Mrs. Brown. Your time is up. <laughs> Ain't no sex. I've never had anal sex. Thank I don't want to have anal sex. I don't want my Lord kids having anal sex. Why does that not surprise me? Yeah, Maybe you no, need some anal sex. I want explore. you to yeah. be open-minded. Give it a try. Marge. Yeah, anal sex never killed anybody. <laughs> Start focusing on education and not public Earth. health. Stone, not public you're health. on. Well, you know what, lady? 
if you if this is the kind of attitude you have at the household, then maybe the the, the teachers are the only ones left to teach their your children uh, yeah. about the the facts of life. Anal sex is a fact of life. Mm-hmm. Writing and literature is a place where new ideas are born and bred. And yes. If you think for one second your kid in eighth grade doesn't know what cornhole means, like you had to Google it, you are sadly out of touch with your children. Because I guarantee they know more about sex. Obviously, they know more about sex than you do. I do not want to have anal sex. I do not want to learn about anal sex. And I do not want my children to have anal sex. Meanwhile, little Bobby's getting blowjobs in the back of the (laughs) Baptist ministry. (laughs) Karen fucking tea it. What are people doing? They're losing. You're losing your fucking minds, guys. Settle down. Everyone settle down. For the good of the children, just settle down. Mm -hmm. Have a calm, rational discussion. And then when a decision made, the decision is made. You have to get your smallpox vaccination to go into a fucking school. Why wouldn't you have to get a, whatever, COVID vaccination? And I'm not saying, this is not about politics. I'm not saying right or left, uh, conservative or liberal. I'm just saying... Protect the fucking kids and stop worrying about yourself and your fucking stupid agendas. Like worrying Mm -hmm. about whether or not a kid knows what a calico is. Everybody knows what a calico is. It's a pussy cat. It's a pussy cat. (laughs) (laughs) I was digging deep in the annals of the internet as I do. Yes, you do. And I found out, I found a video that's recently popped up online about sex dolls. And the man in this universe who owns more sex dolls than anybody else in the world. Really? And I am so proud to present the commercial break proud is proud to present. to present an encore presentation of the man who owns the most sex dolls, sex dolls on earth. And his wife's into it, too. Oh, the two cool. of them, they're in, into it together. See? You want to hear more about these people? Yeah. Why not? This is his wife, Lizzie, and they have the largest love doll collection in the world. We have over 240 love dolls that includes the blow up variety as well as that's a lot of cornholes <laughs> that's a lot of dolls i'm just thinking about the storage on that yeah hey listen you stuff them everywhere you put them in the attic you throw them on the ceiling you put them under your bed <laughs> this guy's ready to wow this guy sounds like arnold schwarzenegger uh, <laughs> i jizz on this i jizz fun on that house it's a fun house of yeah it's dolls. a fun house to visit love christmas dolls. time the solid dolls and the silicon ones These silicone dolls are also known as sex dolls, and they're part of the estimated $15 billion sex toy industry. A majority of people buy love dolls for sex, but that's not the case with Bob. Yeah, right. (laughs) Who's saying that? (laughs) What is the case with Bob? (laughs) Let's find out. For me, it's purely a collection. I've never made love or had sex with a doll at all. That's, That's not what I do. I buy the dolls because I collect dolls. That's my thing. He's a sex doll These hoarder. Doll. I call bullshit on this. <laughs> it sounds like he's a sex doll hoarder. Yeah, he's a sex doll hoarder. He's never had sex once with any of these dolls. Right. Any of these anatomically correct oh, dolls that have vaginas and, yeah. and cornholes, <laughs> calicos and cornholes, titties. Yeah. Titties. <laughs> I had to Google titties. <laughs> And they mean breasticles. (laughs) I've never once had a breast. I've never once felt a breast. I don't want my children to have breasts. I don't want my children looking at my breasts. It can cost upwards of $4,500 new. That price includes the lingerie. That price includes includes lubrication. Lingerie. Oh, lingerie. What'd you say? The lingerie? The lingerie. (laughs) The lingerie. Like a launch pad. Shoot it right out of the chair onto your cock. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> said launch. <laughs> <Ten. Yeah. laughs> 
Russian <laughs> sex doll Betty on to John's cockaroonie. Ten. <laughs> All systems go. Montre operation. <laughs> I want you to give me a go, no go. Vagina. Go, command. Go. Titties. Go, go. command. Go. Calico. Go, command. Go. Cornhole. Go, command. <laughs> Lubrication. All lubed up, command. Yeah. Ready. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I like the launch. I like the, yeah, I like the idea of launching a vagina right, on, right onto me. <laughs> Instructions and a flower that represents the doll's virginity. The cost of the collect a flower that represents the doll's virginity. That's just creepy. That represents the doll's virginity. I hope so. (laughs) First of all, I hope so. Second of all, it's creepy. I'm not sure whether or not to be creeped out by that or glad that they send a perfectly fresh doll my way. A flower. Uh, can you give me a discount on the one that's already <laughs> been around the block? Yeah. Is that possible? I don't want the flower. Ah, I want the. Uh, <laughs> Is it like a flower sticker that like you break if. I don't even want to know. I Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to break his flower sticker. <laughs> I only have sex with it for one reason and one reason only. Let it know it's mine. <laughs> I take its flower away. Right in its calico. <laughs> well, I suppose in around about $150,000. Which is nearly equal to the value of their quaint home on an acre of farmland in the British countryside. But even with three bedrooms... Where no one can hear the dolls screaming, right. by the way. Yeah, or they might be storing them outside now that I think about it. They can't, you they're can't waterproof. store yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, they're, they're something proof. Yeah. <laughs> Finding enough space to properly store these 240... Space. space. I yeah, knew it. that's true. It's a problem. ...pretty dolls can be a challenge. Bob and Lizzie keep them everywhere. In the living room, kitchen, and a dozen <laughs> in the spare bedroom. Hey. I have the head. Hey, hey, uh, hey. can I get another yeah. uh, coffee? Oh. That, that was just a doll. <laughs> yeah, just sorry, that's a doll. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> what about you? Oh. Oh, Cindy, uh, Barbara. <laughs> that's... that's all these are dolls. Feeding time is tough around here. <laughs> Cindy, Barbara, what would you like to eat? <laughs> Danielle's a picky bitch. <laughs> She's a vegan. You have the legs. They also found an unusual storage method that is affordable, safe, and easy to use. We put them in the trunk of my car. I'm wondering what I this is. I know what this is. <laughs> you know, but take, I don't. I don't know. I didn't listen. Oh. They take them apart and put them in the refrigerator, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Have we got her? Yeah. Oh, I should be all right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. All right. Yeah. That's it. Down in she goes. We've got some of them in coffins because it's what? a nice, secure box to put them in. Okay. Oh, we just I'm crossed bullshit on this one. We've just yeah. crossed into a whole other realm. I am calling We're storing them in coffins. And so not only do you have the sex dolls, but you also have coffins. And you don't have sex with them. And yeah, 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 I'm, I'm calling bullshit on this one. This guy's like a necrophiliac. They're probably having sex with them inside the coffins. Well, I got to say this. At least this guy's having sex with with dead sex dolls and not with dead, <laughs> dead humans. Yeah. yeah. But that's his. True. I think that's his thing. I think he's into dead people. He's into necrophilia. Oh, okay. And so he's, pl- you know, 
I, I don't have sex with them. That's just gross. It's just disgusting. <laughs> I don't believe for one second that you collect dolls, life-size dolls, life so size that you can never sex have sex with them. I think yeah. that's what you're telling your wife to keep this collection going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have sex with them. I just like to collect them. It's kind of like Brian's Dick Tracy collection. Hey, it's, where, should, where are we going to put all these? Well, you know, we could buy could some coffins. Could put them coffins. in coffins. Because, we could buy some coffins. I mean, when you think about taking up space, coffins do not yeah. take up any additional space. <laughs> It's a great place to put sex dolls. We can stack the coffins to the ceiling. We'll put some in our bedroom. No one will know when they come over. Do you mind if I sleep in the coffin with one of the sex dolls? It really saves on space, honey. (laughs) I, too, will be in the coffin with the sex doll. Don't mind those noises. I'm fixing her flower. (laughs) It's our calico. That's it. But Bob doesn't only collect and store the dolls. He lives with them. And although many women might regard these sex toys as a threat to their marriage, Lizzie, his wife, sees them as a relationship saver. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's sad. Lizzie thanks her lucky stars. (laughs) <laughs> that she doesn't have to have no sex with Bob problem. either. No problem. Yes, get the coffins yeah. and the sex dolls. Yeah. I'm going to do my thing. You do yours. Yeah, you take his smelly cock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want it. The dolls are a way for Bob and I to spend time together. <laughs> together? We didn't do anything much together before we had the dolls. It changed a lot once we got the dolls. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Hand me her vagina so I can wash it out. Put it in the dishwasher. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you mind handing me some simple green so I we can clean like the nipples? To, we didn't like to do anything together for, like, no. cooking, no, hiking. No, no, no. Didn't like any no, of that. Music. Never saw a movie together. Nothing never went to a concert. I mean, I don't even think he showed up to the wedding, quite frankly. <laughs> the dolls brought But the dolls brought us all together. Thank you. See, when John's having sex with them, what I do is I come by and I smack his ass. It really turns him on. And that's the thing we do together. I also clean all the dolls afterwards. That's the thing we do together. I can be proud of the marriage we've built. My parents, should, if they were alive, they'd really be proud of me. I've <laughs> yes. made it work. Coffins and sex dolls. Uh, coffins. It's just a little thing that we do together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get her in there. He puts I heard the, of yeah. the <laughs> Get her we, in there. When we buy the new coffin, Bob likes me to try it out for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Tells me to be quiet so I don't bother the other dolls. <laughs> it's a thing we do together. <laughs> Sometimes Bob will tie me up in the basement with the other dolls and it's a thing we do together. We learn... <laughs> He tells me I'm learning how to make knots. Only I don't tie them myself. He ties them on me, but we're doing it together, and that makes me happy. Our therapist would be proud. Who's your therapist? It's Jeannie, one of the dolls upstairs in the bedroom. It's the doctor doll. But it's a thing we do together. We go to therapy. Bob talks on her behalf because, of course, she can't talk. I'm not an idiot. But Bob says we're doing really well together. Jeannie keeps telling us to... Keep on going the same direction. It's really helping. <laughs> By basically doing everything Bob wants, but we're doing it together, <laughs> I'm keeping my mental sanity. <laughs> I wanted a divorce once, but it wasn't something we could do together. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Jeannie's got a problem. Uh, yeah. And one for Mayfi. 
Drink your tea and eat your biscuit, Mayfi. Oh, yeah. Mayfi. <laughs> <laughs> Mayfi's his favourite doll. <laughs> Drink your tea and eat your biscuit. So, uh, sometimes I, if Mayfi doesn't eat her tea and biscuit, we May and Mayfi have to have sex on the floor. <laughs> but we're doing it together, so <laughs> I guess it's all good. <laughs> Mayfi. Sometimes Mayfi gets out of line and. Bob asked me to beat her while he watches the video <laughs> camera, sells it on YouPorn, but we're doing it together, so there's that. You'll have to go to bed without supper. I like to have a chat with the dolls. And oh my God. I say to them, you're very naughty. And for Bob and Lizzie, maintaining their doll collection requires lots of TLC. Yeah, she needed that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Uh, <laughs> You're very naughty. You're yeah. going to go to bed without any supper. You're going to go to bed without any supper, Mayfi. <laughs> Which is the most oh my God. fucked up name I've ever heard, <laughs> Mayfi. Yeah, on top of them telling Mayfi yeah, they're going, she's going to bed with no supper. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> I'm going to take one of your fingers <laughs> off, Mayfi. Yeah. I mean. If you don't eat your tea. What does she say back? Nothing, uh, usually. <laughs> but then Bob beats her up. And sometimes me too. But, you know, we do it together. So I guess it's okay. <laughs> uh, I wish we had neighbors, but we live on a farm. <laughs> so I guess we're doing that together too. <laughs> Hiding. It takes about an hour to clean each doll with a mixture of mild soap and warm water so as not to dry out the silicone. Well, oh, yeah, you wouldn't want to do that because you're not having sex with them. And you're withholding dinner. Yeah, you're withholding <laughs> dinner with these dolls, with Mayfi especially. It seems like Mayfi's getting picked Poor on. Mayfie. Yeah, Mayfi. <laughs> the skin is silicon. It's a solid silicon and doll feels nice you feel the cheeks and then and that have to feel smooth and more like a human skin but for bob beauty is only skin deep although each doll comes with its own hair eyes and face and vagina <laughs> just throwing that out yeah. there these sex dolls yeah. come with removable vaginas yeah bob has purchased many extras because about once a week he likes to give them a facelift. So we put the new face on. Then I put some water on the eyes before I put them in to lubricate them. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Once a week, Bob asked me to put on some new makeup with the dolls. I, mean, is this, I don't think this is right. It's Of course it's right. What are you talking <laughs> I don't about? Think this is right. I think you're just not. I don't know if it's exactly illegal, but it seems like it. I don't know if it's illegal either, actually. <laughs> never, never, not to bother to ask. Bob took my phone away from me in 1982, <laughs> yeah. but we do it together, so. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, are you upset now? Oh. <laughs> no Lord. dinner, no dinner for you. I mean, Chrissy. everything was pretty upset and upsetting before, but now. Now it's really upsetting. They're in facelifts. I know the feeling, but after five to ten years, it starts to wear off. <laughs> You become numb to it, really. He's changing out the eyes and hair. Is well, that, is that right? He tried to change out my eyes. It didn't work. <laughs> Told him to get a doll. I didn't have dinner now for a week. Now that's a rat. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'll be back here with Mayfi. <laughs> Trying to get her to eat her supper. I quite like the ones with the bigger eyes. And then, of course, the next thing is put the wig on. 
amazing change. Even TLC knows this is <laughs> fucked up, as the music is indicating. I think she looks okay. Who says blondes have more fun? But for Bob, there is one special blonde, Jessica, a German-engineered doll that Bob paid $11,000 for. Jesus. Jessica. Jessica. I don't like Jessica, really. <laughs> I think something might be going on between Bob and her. $11,000. Lately, I've noticed she's taken away time from me and Bob together. I'm talking to Mayfi about it now. $11,000, you times that times 150. Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know what that is, $7 million, but that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. A lot of money. She was a very expensive doll. She weighs around about 110 pounds. Jesus. Jessica has an internal heating system that can raise her temperature to a hot-blooded 99.5 degrees, which unfortunately increases her weight. No way that one single guy is going to pick her up. <laughs> so I invite some of my friends over every Tuesday. And what we do is we play a game of poker and then we all have poker. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying, Chrissy? Do you want oh to come over God. to my estate out in the woods in, in England and help me and Mayfie <laughs> clean up around the house? You mean Jessica? Whatever her name is. <laughs> Doesn't really matter, does it? It's just a plastic well, doll. Well, you like got 260. I have 260 of them, 316 oh of which are in coffins. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure where all of them are buried. Jeez. We had visitors once, but Bob said it was best that they went in the coffin. <laughs> but we did it together, so I figured. You know, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a two-man thing. I bet it is. For Bob. It all started when he was a kid. I had teddy bears, and uh, I still got my teddy bear now. You know, dolls were around, and different dolls had different expressions, and, uh, you know, I, I liked that. Then, you know, I collected a few mannequins and saw the silicon dolls, and uh, just had a fascination with, well, wonder what it would be like to have one. And looked on the internet, saw a second-hand doll, thought, well, I'll buy the doll. And uh, the first hand. one I got was second hand. Second hand doll. I would never buy a second hand sex doll. No. I wouldn't buy a first hand sex no. doll if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I mean, a second hand sex I, doll just sounds a little creepy. Yeah. And by the way, I had a teddy bear when I was a kid too. I didn't. I don't have it now. No. And I don't. I didn't. Did, I didn't collect mannequins. Mm -mm. Who collects a mannequin? Mm -mm. Although I did one time want that full size Dick Tracy <laughs> poster in the window. <laughs> Well, we that's a different Dick story. Tracy. Yeah. Yes. We know your Dick Tracy bubble. Uh, <laughs> that's all things Dick Tracy. <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch that movie. I'm going to let you know if that, if that, if my expectations of the movie and oh, my thoughts around good. it. Oh, it's not good at all. I don't remember it being good. I just want to go back and watch. Yeah. Um, and all those cartoon characters that uh, Dustin Hall, whatever his name is. What's his name? Warren Beatty. Uh-huh. Beverly, which is sat behind in the white dress. The collection then sort of got, got started. And, you know, when you, you're a collector, it does become a bit of an obsession. Eight years and over 200 dolls later, Bob is still on the lookout for new and slightly used dolls with fresh faces <laughs> and interesting expressions. They don't get that flower there, Bob, do they? <laughs> no, the flower sticker has been... <laughs> 
new Unsealed. and slightly used. Yes. Do you not find anything? I mean, all this is disturbing, but do you not yeah. find that? Like, I can understand having one sex doll or even the guy who had four sex dolls, you know, because he was kind of lonely. His wife died. Yeah. He had four sex dolls. Mm-hmm. At least he was being honest about what it was for. It's for companionship. Yeah. I want to I want to I want to have sex with them. Right. Yeah. I want to. They make me happy. I yeah. want to have sex with them. I like them. Yeah. This guy's just he's. Like He's putting them the in rails. coffins, and I don't have sex with them, and I'm looking for used ones. Yeah. Used ones? Why would you want a used sex doll? I don't know. It's fucking gross, man. <laughs> but they do have brothels where you go and have sex with. <laughs> That's right. With a prostitute sex doll, Jeez. so. Shits. When I'm looking for a new doll, I, I would look for a completely different face. I'd think, crikey, that's a really good expression to be able to see the doll in. He recently found one of his favorite brands of doll listed online for sale by a private owner. Bob Gibbons, um, been looking at one of the dolls that you... There's brands that you pay attention to? Is that like getting an Eddie borrowed Jeep? Like a Google alert? Yeah. <laughs> Google alert. Uh, bing, 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 bing. Your favorite brand's on oh, sale. Look, Bob Gibbons, the world's biggest pervert, just put out a new doll. He's had sex with it a bunch. It's slightly used. Yeah, it's and all worn out. Slightly used. Yeah. What does that mean? Is that like you had sex with it less than a hundred times? Is it less than a thousand? But it's slightly used. Oh my god. Does that mean it's kind of beaten up? Yeah. I don't know what something. it means. Totally. I, I, I need to dig further into this. I need to that. figure it out. I'll, I'll report back. <laughs> You've got advertised. Most used sex dolls can be bought at a discount yeah. for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, TLC announcer, Thanks, man. TLC, yeah. For <laughs> obvious <laughs> reasons. <laughs> it's had sex with a bunch uh, yeah. of other men. <laughs> you a virgin? Has she ever been used for sex at all? Or, um, yeah, a couple of times, I see. Uh, what sort of condition is the doll in? And based on the owner, <laughs> what kind of condition is it? <laughs> a couple of times, I see. Uh, what would did, you... he, did he say you're virgin doll? Yeah, so he, it's not. No, virgin. he said, "Are you a virgin doll?" He said, "He said, is it a virgin doll? Is it a virgin doll?" Yeah, and then he and then he goes, he said, "Yes." So is it how many? And then he goes, "Oh, it's had sex a couple of times. I see. Could you give me a roundabout number? <laughs> Thirty, forty, seven hundred? Really? Okay. Well, slightly perfect. Has it ever been cleaned? No. Okay. Don't worry about it." Send it all stanky ranky over to, to cre- creepy, yeah, to creepy <laughs> English countryside home number one. If I pay you, will you send it in a coffin? <laughs> oh my God. No, yeah. I, I insist it doesn't I mean, be clean. This is so out there. Oh, my God. That's right. Is this real? Yes, very much so. <laughs> It's a nightmare I've been living for two decades, <laughs> but we do it together, so it's our yes, nightmare. The togetherness is important. <laughs> Slightly used. <laughs> You've had sex with it a couple of times, oh. <laughs> Ow. It, any other thing in life that that if someone would have said, like, if I went to go buy a MacBook and someone said, hey, I've had sex with it a couple of times, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, I'll call around. I'm going to call around. I'll yeah, get you back to you. Let me get back yeah. to you. But no, this let particular item. Let me talk it over with my yeah, wife. I love it. Send it right over. Perfect. Does it have a particular smell to it? Great. Wonderful. I have an appetite for smelly old sex dolls in coffins. Nurse description. Bob's thinking this could be a real steal. Okay, that's fine, yeah. If the doll was... Can I take the eyes out of it? <laughs> Jeez. 
It could be a real steal. Can I take the leg off of it? He's Please. Found. He has found a good one. Please. <laughs> Still a virgin. It could be worth nearly $6,500. But since the owner guarantees that she's been used sparingly, Bob negotiates to pay only 4600 With the shipping and all the clothes and the extra set of eyes, if you throw all that in, um, $4,600... That's great. Extra set of eyes. Extra set of eyes. (laughs) Do you have any extra vaginas? (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Do you have a change of pubic hair? (laughs) No? Well, okay. 4,500, not a penny more. (laughs) I'd drive a hard bargain. (laughs) With shipping in the coffin. (laughs) In the coffin. Not cleaned. What a creep. Oh, my God. Lovely. Although these... Neg- lovely. Lovely. <laughs> lovely. Well, the English, English are, proper. So yeah. proper. Yeah. Negotiations <laughs> can be sensitive, and purchases of this type are mostly kept private. No, what are you going to do? Write it up in the local <laughs> newspaper? <laughs> hitty, hitty, read all about it. Bob from Creepy Country House number seven down the street with one acre of land and a wife we haven't seen since 1987 purchases slightly used sex doll with extra vagina and two extra sets of eyes. (laughs) And a launch pad. And a a launch ray. And a Breaking news. (laughs) I'm Jeannie Heller with BBC World News. This just in. Bob, the guy who keeps creepily his dolls inside a coffin and his wife outside of one, in country house number seven in the countryside of old England, has decided to buy yet another used sex doll. To transfer deed. This after 16 separate complaints with his neighbours for the smell coming out of his garage. His garage. <laughs> it's garage. I love how English say garage. Uh-huh. Garage. Mm-hmm. Bob and Lizzie are not shy about bringing the dolls out of the house. Oh, put your seatbelt on. Where are they going with I them? I don't know. I have to know. We take them in the car. People look and think, oh, are they real or not? It's quite a bit of fun, really, seeing the reaction of people. Several times, people do not wonder whether or not they're real or not. These sex dolls do not look anything like real human (laughs) beings. I'm sorry, they just do not. Month, Bob and Lizzie dress up one of the dolls and take them on an adventure. The country fair, music lessons, mowing the lawn. So they can take pictures and later post them on the... Mowing the lawn? (laughs) These things weigh 110 pounds. What are you doing? What? what? Tying them to the front of the lawnmower? Tracking them back behind? My God. I know. What is You got like a double-seated riding lawnmower. I know. (laughs) Look, dear, Bob's out mowing his lawn with, what's her name? Nafy? (laughs) Mafy? Oh, look, his wife, Edith, is out there, too. <laughs> They're doing it together. They're doing it together. Isn't that lovely? Why don't we do things together? This is why you don't do things together. This is how marriages break apart. Internet. 
for other Love Doll collectors to enjoy. It's quite nice to uh, take the dollies out and about and, of course, uh, do some photos and some pictures. Today, they're taking Justine out for a jaunt in her naughty police girl outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is so weird. And, of course, they know the perfect backdrop to take a few pictures. The local police station. Here we are. Bob, a professional mechanic and welder, designed and built a special steel stand to allow Justine to go on patrol. Goes right up her cornhole. He's posing her in front of the police station. Oh my God. Do you ever notice that some of these collect some of these like people who are really out there, they're like have no shame about what they're doing? Um, yeah, no fear. Yeah, let me just pose it in front of the world and God and everybody yeah. else out there. <laughs> oh my god. Two more one more minute of this. It's almost done. Troll. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost done. I can tell Chrissy's getting nauseated. <laughs> I am. It's getting worse. <laughs> I'm step Sarah. Yeah, come on, more. Keep going. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. That's what she said. That's what Arnold That's said. Okay. <laughs> Down just a little bit. I'll just sort of turn her like that. Smile, Justine. You're not Uh, allowed to do that, I'm sorry, Bob. I'm going to have to arrest Justine for the next 15 to 30 minutes, but I'll be right back with her. (laughs) You don't mind if I take her in the cell for a quick whoop-de-doo, do you? A quick shot in the the cornhole with the calico, do you mind? In the cornhole with the calico. (laughs) No. No. Good it's for so you. Yes, Thanos. Yes, it's all wrong. The whole it's thing so is wrong. wrong. But that's what we do here at the commercial break. <laughs> we find the absurd in the reality. That's how we do it. All right, there we go. I guess like a sex doll flying in the air. It like landing on some fat old English man, like oh. <laughs> or maybe Laren, uh, maybe landing on Linda. Maybe landing on Linda. Linda Pope or whatever her name was. Crazy lady. Linda. Out there. Yeah, Linda. Linda. <laughs> Linda, I need to watch Betty's nipples again. They've got wax all over them. <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay, hey, listen, calm down at the school meetings. Spare your children. Yes. That's all I got to say. It's getting insane. It's getting yeah. insane. Uh, TCB, the brand new tcbpodcast.com is where you go. That's you can right. find out more new about website. Christina. Brand new website. Thanks to Astrid for all of her hard work. That's where you can go to claim your collectible TCB stickers. How do you do that? Well, go to the website for more information, but let me give you one of the ways. One of the ways you can do that is you can go rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Take a picture of that with your phone or your camera and send that screenshot in on the website. Just go to the website. You'll find Get My TCB's Collectible Sticker. And you click there, and there's a place where you can leave your name and your address and your screenshot. It's all conveniently right there, Chrissy. That's so nice. Astra did a great job. Astra's the best. The website looks God. beautiful. I love it. TCBpodcast.com is where you can do that. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 661, the word best, the number two, Y-O, 661, best to you. And if you want to, if you would, at the commercial break, you can follow us on Instagram for content you can't find anywhere else or YouTube.com slash 
the commercial break. We sure would appreciate it if you would subscribe to that channel. As Chrissy and I are going to be doing some YouTube only we are. Uh, specials coming I'm excited. up. Me too. So more to come on that. And remember, our next giveaway, our next cold hard cash giveaway is happening on Instagram starting as soon as Chrissy and I get back from Menfo. That's October 1st through the 3rd, 2021 in Memphis, Tennessee. More information on that at memfofest.com. And we'd like to thank CastBox for partnering with us to make that trip possible. So what else can we do today? I think that's it, I think that's it, too. I think I'm thoroughly disgusted. (laughs) Me too, God. I mean, honestly, that guy's taking this shit to a whole new level. Uh, I don't know. I don't ask me. I don't know. I just find it and I put it up here. I just like, I, I like the weird stuff, but even some of this stuff gets a little, ah. a little bit too far for me. Like putting it in the coffins and just the, the coffins yeah. took it to a whole other level. And we, the diminutive, we, no, like the diminutive sound of his wife's voice uh, yeah. makes me think that there's some weird fucking wacky shit going on in that household. You know what I mean? Could be, could, could be, be, could be. Okay. Well, I guess I'll say this. I love you. I love you, Brian. And uh, best to you, Chrissy. Best to you. Mr. Green. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. And until next time, we must say bye. Bye. The commercial break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at the commercial break on Instagram. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.